Let's take a look at the board. And the categories are... Potent Potables. Joey, you like movies about gladiators. You're no messiah, you're a, you're a movie of the week. So you listen to me and you listen well. Look, well, let's not stand on ceremony, mate. Let's start the show. Well, hey everybody. Welcome back to the Potent Pictures Podcast. This week, uh, for our weekly potables, uh, unfortunately, Peter was unable to make it. So that it's just gonna rat be me. bastard, son of a bitch. <laughs> it's just gonna be. It's just gonna be the three of us. So uh, let's see how this rolls out for us. So uh, if you're looking for the uh, Annihilation uh, review, that'll be our next episode. So uh, fast forward to that one if you if you want, or you know, pause it or do whatever you got to do when you're from the looks of the box office. Or... There's not going to be a lot of people looking for the Annihilation and, review. But 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 <laughs> on a, on a plus note, they may come listen to our review of it to decide if maybe they want to spend money on it or not. It uh, sounds like a plan. Fair enough. Yep. I actually I actually did I did recommend uh, one of my coworkers to go see it because I was curious to hear his opinion on it. So. I'll leave it at that. All right, so we'll start off with a little watching and drinking, as always. So, uh, Shawnee, why don't you start us off this week? Well, how that? Yeah, fuck it. Hot damn. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so this week. Were you w- trying to not curse? Or no, I was trying to say something, and I just you- completely had a brain fart. But we got it figured out together. We're a team. Yay. High five, team. Um, no, this this week I, I watched uh, Outside of Annihilation, which we will discuss in our next episode. I... Um, Actually, was driven to watch Thor Ragnarok again because Tessa Thompson was in Annihilation. So, started watching uh, that this week. And with our uh, podcast from last week with us talking Black Panther, got me back in the Marvel mood. So, you guys were pretty high on Thor Ragnarok. Um, I think it's still a good movie, but uh, didn't really get the same vibe. So, I went back and watched it. I had fun with that. Uh, also, got into another theater this week to go check out Game Night. Solid movie, mind you. Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams are the real stars here. But there's some some really uh, good outliers there, uh, one of which Jesse Plemons, who's sneakily becoming... Um, he's sneakily? Pu- you, literally, every movie we have talked about in which he's in, you sing his praises. So I, I mean, he's like, he's not really. I, no, I'm saying he's sneakily showing up in everything. Like <laughs> He's like... E- he's, even Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, exactly. Not once, but twice. I don't know what that means, but they're married. It's from Fargo. So probably twice. Oh, it's oh. in Fargo and TV and in real life. So really, that is not yeah, they're married. Yeah, about twice. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> good for good for him. Right? So good uh, for her too. He seems like a hell of a guy. Yeah, I mean, he's doing a great job with like acting and all. So <laughs> good for him. Uh, he's good at his job. Good job. Hey, he finds work. I like to think I am. I like to think I'm good at my job as well. So you know, do we get praise for that? No. I mean. You might have, have we been have we been to Mars yet? You don't deserve praise. I, I don't I don't do Mars. I don't do Mars. Yeah, that's it's right. Not Apparently, my, it's not in my job description. Just like NASA doesn't do spaceships, so correct. We don't do spaceships. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but anyway, um, so Game Night was definitely a, a good movie. I, I would almost argue that it was one of the better comedies I've seen in the last three four years. So uh, definitely. So that's actually a bold statement, right there. I mean, I'm it, it was impressed by that. In terms of like the storyline, I thought it was gonna be another one of these same, you know, same stories that we always get from romantic comedy, romantic comedies. Um, but no, like Kyle Chandler was solid too. He's he he's one of my sort of, you know, I like every movie I see that he's in. I like. I just don't ever, you know, tend to see him in a lot of things. I guess outside of Friday Night Lights, but. Uh, no, it was very, very funny, 
go check it out. Uh, I don't want to spoil it because David still hasn't seen it yet. So I uh, will give you my, oh, I guess the ultimate stamp of approval, Dave, before I get off of talking about, uh, start to start, uh, stop talking about game night is our man, Lamorne Morris, who, AKA Winston Bishop from new girl is in it. And he's hilarious. <laughs> Wait, no shit. Yeah. He's, he's probably one of the well, funnier people. Sold now. Yeah. I'm sold. Uh, no, but he he's great. It's, does he have a does he have a cat in it? No, but he he does have some some great, you know, same same type of character. I feel like he plays a nice. the aloof character very well. Um, excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh, outside of those two, I also ch- was able to watch this show that Dave's been talking a little bit about, and it's Everything Sucks. It's on Netflix. Um, I think you mentioned it uh, what, maybe a week ago, two weeks ago. You had started watching it, Dave. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I was going to talk about. It. I finished it actually. Uh, so that was in that was actually what I watched this weekend. Nice. Um, so I, I mean, so, obviously, we could segue to you and during this and talk a little bit about it. But like, I thought it was okay. I kind of was annoyed at some of the characters, um, with how stupid they are. But then again, it's been a while since I've been in high school, so maybe I was just as stupid, if not stupider. Uh, <laughs> so, what, what were your overall thoughts of the whole series, Dave? I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it got a little. Um, I mean, it had some interesting plot plot lines and little subplots in it. But I mean, overall, it was kind of a good little memory of a, a thing. I don't know. I enjoyed it. It was twenty minute episodes, so who gives a shit? It, it's really, you know, it's something enjoyable. Hey, to watch. Next time we, get, it's all about the. Next memories. time we hang out together, I'll bring my laser pointer and just shine it at the wall for thirty minutes. How about that? Did you not enjoy the movie? No, I mean, the show. It's 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 it's, it's okay. Like, <laughs> I just, that's why i was like it's 20 minute episodes yeah. like you can knock it out in no time and i'm like i didn't feel like i wasted my time i mean it was like i had other stuff going on i had it playing okay. i was like oh it's fairly you know fairly entertaining would you recommend it to someone else that to watch if they asked you like oh i'm gonna be home if, and, if you and like need a Netflix if you series. like so the reason i the reason i think the main fun part about it was seeing all the little references to the 90s and having the little the little things. So, if you were born in the in the 80s and you were in high school during the 90s or like at least like grade school or something like that and you have memories of these things like shit, Surge Cola, Jolt, I mean, little things. Oh, they had a fruit by the foot uh thing in there the girl was eating. And like little things like that were just fun to see and just watch. So, I thought that was kind of fun. That's really the biggest that, that was really the biggest like turn on for that. The plot line, I mean, it it's fairly I will say this: it's fairly new age in in terms of like a in the subplots. Uh, you know, go check it out if if you're interested to hear what I'm, on, on what I meant by that. But I mean, if you like '90s references, go for it. I mean, we've got. I mean, this has been the year of it. So that we've had the '80s, and this is a nice little nice little transition to the '90s. And now we're gonna have basically all the '90s stuff uh, with uh, Ready Player One. So because I heard they they shifted everything from the '80s now to like the late '80s, early '90s. Yeah, it's crazy how that kind of with the uh, with the way yeah. the times like since we're already now what twenty eight years since 1990. So, yeah, shit, time's flying. Um, but indeed, but that's all I really watched this week in terms of what I'm drinking. Um, enjoying a nice Pizza Boy Brewing Co. It's out of a, it's a Pennsylvania brewery. Uh, this is one of their IPAs. It's a Marin River IPA. It is a solid 7.4% alcohol by volume. and it, So Sean will be hammered by the end of this. Especially since it's a 16-ouncer. So, yeah, enjoy. Um, I don't, I'm not really sure what the distribution is. I, I definitely know it's statewide Pennsylvania. We're talking Philly, Pittsburgh, uh, State College. Shout out Penn State. 
Um, outside of that, I don't really know where you can get it, but uh, if you're in Pennsylvania, check it out. They make some really good beers, and uh, this is just uh, the top of the list. There's many more to come. So, um, so do they have a pizza flavored beer? I'm just curious. They do not have a pizza flavored beer, but they do have a. Well, then get the fuck out of pepperoni here because nipple. if you're gonna call yourself, if you're gonna call yourself a freaking pizza boy, you better have a damn pizza flavored thing. Well, I'm pretty sure you know how many. Started, you know how many. You know how many basic basic bitches we all about that shit. Like because everybody loves pizza. Who doesn't? Of course, but I think it's so. uh, the reason that they started is because it's pizza that can be it's beer that can be enjoyed with pizza. So anyway, who doesn't All right, like pizza? I'll, and beer? I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow that. If that's their if that's their ploy, what, I'm okay what with beer that. wouldn't go well with pizza? Though? Exactly. I feel like inherently, like it's, just, so. it's just the name. It's like everything. I, I would, everything goes well I, with beer. So there are there are certain ones. Goes well with beer. I, I, I would name my brewery existing beer. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> because it goes well with existing. Dave's thinking about it. He doesn't. He doesn't. No, he doesn't I'm agree. just. I'm just. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm allowing sorry. the silence to just you know let everybody coat on that. Let, let, let it coat on everything. So. I, th- I think. I think the term is marinate. Yeah. Let let, let that marinate. Let that sink Fine. in. Any well, anything uh, other than what you said, Dave. But hey. yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah ba- basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on that note, though, you're, uh, you're down one. <laughs> I'm down one. So boom. On that note, we're even um, now, Matt. Matt, what are you what are you watching and drinking this week? I'm quite curious since you're. So I I actually got to see game nine as well. I know we we weren't sure we'd all be able to get to see it, so I'm glad you got to see it, Sean. I'll I'll try not to to linger on it too much. Uh, cranberries. Um, <laughs> So I, you know, it's funny, uh, Matt, about game night that I'll say is that when I saw it, I said this kind of reminds me of like the first horrible bosses, and I had no idea that the same guys directed this as as horrible bosses, but because horrible bosses was also a very good movie. It's kind of a sleeper hit, yeah, exactly, like one that I didn't really expect much, but it was hilarious. Uh, yeah. This is very similar in that case, and good to see that that uh, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein really can can bring it outside of a. Uh, Horrible bosses too, and if uh, I remember the that's the uh, the guy from Waiting, right? Well, uh, yeah, he's also in the beginning of the movie too. Uh, John Francis Daly. He's not just Waiting, but uh, all time great show, Freaks and Geeks. So, oh, of course, yeah, uh, Freaks and Geeks, which but, is fantastic on Netflix, I think. But I had heard uh, it's it's on it's on one of them. Yeah, I had yeah. heard he started uh, directing, and you've been seeing more of him as a director popping up. So this, and it was funny because I laughed in the beginning of the movie. He's he makes an appearance, so. No, I missed him. I'm glad. I'm glad he was there, though. That's yeah, good. He's Makes still, it, I, uh, I, I, my, <laughs> I went and saw it with my brother, and he was like, I, "I think I want to see Black Panther again, but I think I almost want to go see Game Night again first. That was just a good time. We have Movie Pass, so it makes it easy to make that. Kind oh, of your thing. brother has it too. Yeah, I, I finally convinced him to because half the time I go see a movie, I, I get him to go. So I just was like, <laughs> "Why would you not have a Movie Pass to make this a cheaper excursion?" Um, so, but it was, it was good times. I, I know this has been announced and it's not quite done, but I'm really curious now because Jonathan Goldstein is also uh, the up or uh, yeah, they're both like this, the Flashpoint directors, both of them, um, with Ezra Miller. So I'm curious if that's ever going to get made. But um, good for them that they have a uh, a blockbuster so, on their radar or on so the, the horizon. Would, so I think Flashpoint would have had a much higher probability being made if they moved it up in the line because it's so it's pushed so far out because of the way they wanted to play this thing. It, it just, I think, I think DC is going to just fail before they get to it. Cause I think two more failures of movies and they're just going to pull out completely. 
Which is very unfortunate because the Flash is once again probably gonna get the short end of the stick and not get to yep. make the big screen. So, I but it I happens. still think that they're gonna make the Flash movie though. Like out of all the movies, I feel like this it would is be one the best that, one. Yeah, I yeah, agree. it would be the most received. But I, I got a feeling because of the way they they scheduled it with all of the the, the plot they the, the universe they're trying to build, it got pushed so far out that it's not. It's like four or five movies before Flashpoint. And I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Batman movie was supposed to be well, coming. Especially coming since uh, Cyborg was supposed to be included in the Flashpoint storyline. I don't think it's ever going to work out. Because yeah. I don't think his character went over too well. But if they figure out a way to tie in Wonder Woman with uh, Barry Allen, Ezra Miller, that might be the saving grace. Because Wonder Woman 2 is still happening. So Yeah, so we'll see. I, I will say, though, Cyborg was better than I expected in Justice League. I, I, my expectations were low, but he, he was better than expected. I mean, I, I had zero <laughs> expectations given the fact that he's never been on screen or included in any really like DC movies that I've seen. Um, ex- other than Teen Titans is the only thing I've ever Teen seen. Teen Titans? Well, yeah, I was going to say, there was an, he was in animated stuff that I don't know if I ever watched, but I yeah. remember seeing like the posters yeah. for. Um, but yeah, I don't think I've ever seen him. But Teen Titans is getting a movie, so hey, if they are, why not give Flash a movie? Just, so just wait, saying. wait, wait. Are we actually getting? Is it in the DC universe? Uh, it's a cartoon movie. Oh, it's a car. Okay, yeah. all right. I was gonna say like how are, I'm intrigued to see how they're gonna do that one. But anyway, <laughs> just just make him like anime character. They look like uh, it's the same style as um, uh, Powerpuff Girls. They look exactly like Powerpuff. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's kind of annoying, but it, it, they are kind of. I've seen a couple episodes and I've laughed. It's it's yeah. yeah it's not a terrible show. My brother used to watch it, so I'd, I'd watch a couple episodes. Here. David has the ultimate built-in excuse when it comes to like things that are ten years behind him that he like tended to watch, and he just has the excuse like, <laughs> oh, like my brother used to watch it, so I watched it with him. So I will say this: well, he did also get my dad into watching SpongeBob because he, my brother would take over the morning the TV in the morning when he would you know wake up. That was his that was his thing. So my dad would just be sitting there drinking his cup of coffee, and he'd end up sitting there having to watch whatever the heck my brother was watching. So he ended up getting into SpongeBob because of it, which still to this point blows my mind. But I, I, don't, I don't know. know. But SpongeBob was a good show back in the day. I don't know. I'm pretty sure we just would throw on Nickelodeon. I'm sure somebody had a younger sibling is our excuse, but it was good times. So no regrets. Fair enough. Theme not even a single letter. That's great though. Um, but not one. Not one. <laughs> not one. Uh, but yeah, game game night was a good time. Good good job on them. Uh, definitely something people should go see. Yeah, probably the funniest thing since Horrible Bosses. Um, come to think of it, I can't think of what else has come out. There's been a few good ones that are okay, but and then of course, shout out to Jumanji for being awesome. But that w- that wasn't just a straight up comedy, so kind of a yeah, different. It was more different, like an adventure. Exactly. So, uh, uh, and, and my <laughs> my favorite character in that whole movie, by the way, is not. Winston Bishop or not, it was the the friend Ryan. So Billy Magnuson's the actor. So did did, did he looked semi familiar? Uh, but I I wasn't sure, so I didn't. I never actually looked up who he. No, was. I like I had never really. I couldn't remember seeing him in anything of substance. But it, I looked at his IMDb after the fact, and the Big Short, uh, Into the Woods, Bridge of Spies, or three movies that. Yeah. So I've know, seen I've all seen, of those. And that's I, probably I why he exists. I could not recall yeah. him at all. Yeah. Same. So. Oh, I know. Yeah. But because um, I think he was one of the douchebags in in the big short. He was. Oh, he was. He was, uh, he was one of the, of the new with, girl tie-in with, 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 with Schmidt. With, uh, so, Schmidt. <laughs> yeah, Schmidt. Yeah. So in any case, game nights worth seeing if you want to see something a little more lighthearted than than your your typical action movies or dramas that are being replayed right now for uh, 
for the Oscar runs. I, I think Game Night's a good time. Um, certainly recommend it. And as mentioned before, Winston played Winston and did a great job at it. So always, always fun. Uh, in addition to that, speaking of Oscars, I did knock out a couple uh, that I'd been trying to get through, which is Lady Bird and Three Billboards. I don't want to spend too much time on them. Good movies. I, I prefer. I think I liked Lady Bird a bit more than than Three Billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Uh, but both good. Um, I don't think either need to win uh, uh, Oscars. No, uh, I, maybe, I don't. I don't think so either, Matt. I'm on. I'm on the same page as you. M- and and Suarez Ronan or how you Sarah Ronan yeah, how you say her name? Talent. Yeah, I'm curious she's, to see. Yeah, she's got talent. Um, yeah, she does. I'm sure there's a cheer for that. Um, but she does a great job. And I, I wouldn't be opposed to her winning. But Laurie Metcalf, I think, for supporting would probably oh, be the she, more deserved. I, it's going to be um, tough with her and Allison. Uh, Allison Janney. So I still haven't seen I, Ta- I Tanya. Yeah. that's the that's they're, they're very sorry. like to me. I think they're like one A one B. I'm curious okay. if the, if neither one of them win Best Supporting Actress. I'll be shocked. Um, yeah. I, like, I honestly might boycott the movies if they do. Because um, Oscar movies tend to make some bullshit excuses on what they, why they selected a certain person. But uh, I'm they right do. there with you. I thought, uh, I thought Lady Bird was solid. I, I thought both movies were great. I know I, I think I'm still the only person on, around, out of the four of us at least, that is pretty high on three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. So um, Francis McDormand might actually win... Uh, McDormand, right? Lead. Francis McDormand. I always fuck that up. I yeah, think she's still the best lead, best actress because she was. I thought she was great. In so that movie. I, I didn't want to get into it. She did do a great job, but I felt like some of the, especially the dialogue early on, they were almost going for too brazen uh, for her speech, for her lines, almost like having her be the the uh, Juno character, Juno from uh, Juno. I can't think of the actress's name. Ellie uh, El, Ellen El, Page. Ellen Page. Thank yeah. you. Um, where that was all funny dialogue, but not necessarily realistic. And I felt that same way for Three Billboards. They were trying too hard for clever, funny dialogue, and it just didn't feel realistic. The movie was good, though, and I still think people should see it. But, you know, rent it. You'll, you'll be fine. Um, so that that was my only my only detraction from her performance. But her performance was great. It's not her fault that those were the lines. So <laughs> in any case. So last uh, question before we move on. Uh, sure. One more game night question. Uh, it's sort of sort of related game night, but Rachel. McAdams, I do love board games, and I want I want to be I want to join their board games. I was going to ask you for. about Rachel McAdams, brunette or blonde? Oh, that's a tough call. Um, what what was she in? Uh, what was she in Mean Girls? I think I think that's the blonde. blonde. Okay, then brunette. Yeah, um, I mean I, the. <laughs> no, I'm thinking what, of, what was she in Game Night? I can't even remember. Brunette, yeah. Okay, then, then brunette's uh, good. She's been brunette most of the newer wedding crashes is the one I was thinking of. Brunette in that, right? I don't remember. She was also a brunette in in. Uh, oh wait, you never saw True um, Detective. Is what I was gonna say True Detective. Yeah. She season two. She was a brunette with short I'm gonna, hair. I'm gonna go brunette. I typically go brunette. I'm gonna stick with brunette. Yeah. What would you she, What would you go with? Brunette. Yeah. She's brunette uh, in uh, the Notebook, which let's be honest, that's I've the still one never seen. Most- <laughs> Matt, I am in the same boat as you. I applaud both of us for avoiding that movie for God knows how many years. It, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm surprised you haven't seen it. But anyway. Uh, well, it's one of those things that where like, everybody had seen it, so nobody was like pining to see it again. Even like girls like, had already, you know, they were already past the phase of like making people yep. watch it with them. So I was like, all right. But uh, in any case, beyond beyond that, real quickly, checked out. I mean, you know, I've been slowly going through 30 Rock again because I kind of wanted to have some some sitcom action in the background. And that, that pilot is just one of the funniest things in the world. So Tina Fey, just a fantastic job. Have you guys seen 30 rock? 
Any, oh yeah, uh, I used yeah, to watch it. I was a religiously. early adopter. I remember okay, like, yeah. from the first season all the way through. I mean, I was always. A, I'm, I think Tracy Morgan is, is hilarious. Um, Brian Fellows, by the way, all time great. One of the greatest Saturday Night Live characters. <laughs> if you ever get the chance to watch any, if you haven't seen it, Brian Fellows, Safari Planet, check it out. So, I am a fan of Tracy Morgan, but I really like having all the not necessarily sensible, but more grounded folks to be around. Because yeah. if it was just that big, boisterous kind of character, I wouldn't be able to take I, it. But the I balance is like, well. I, agree, I like I Alec agree Baldwin's with you, character Matt, the entire time. His stand-up is still solid, though. If he does a stand-up special on his own, he's funny. Oh, um, no one's not saying that, but like his... But if it, you had to watch the, the his character for... Yeah, for, for, yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, I wouldn't like... Like, if that was a real show in the show... Exactly. I would hate yeah. the show. Same with, same with the, the Jenna. Yeah, I can't think of the actress's oh, yeah. name. Oh, yeah. Who's Marbles. been in? Uh, yeah, yeah. and she's Kr- in um, Jane Krakowski or whatever. Uh, thank you. Yeah, she's yeah. she's yeah. Le- most recently been in Tina Fey's latest joint of uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Correct. Well, what about um, uh, Great News? Is another uh, Tina Fey show. Have you have you ever watched that? Seen it? I'm not familiar. Uh, Great News. It's on NBC. It actually comes nope. on after the show you watch and I watch. Wait, Matt, uh, is that supposed to be? Is the it on right now? It's, yeah, it's after the good. Uh, Isn't that the? Isn't that supposed to be the follow-up to like Thirty Rock or something like that? It was supposed to. I don't not like know a, if it's not in like the same in. thing, but like she was kind of going with like the Thirty Rock. It's kind of um, similar. I I have never yeah. I like I had wanted to watch it. I recorded the episodes and then I just it kind of like passed me up and like I ended up deleting them. So I still have, I'm gonna have to like watch it on uh, Netflix. But yeah, that's uh, that's another show that she's in. But so what? What's y'all's opinion of Alec Baldwin in the show? Because he's his he, character is one of my oh, favorites. He's great. He, yeah. The, there's not like a I don't think there's a bad character like a lot like I think they all play well together Kenneth uh, Kenneth Jack, is... uh, <laughs> yeah Liz Lemon um, yeah they're they're all they good are, there are actually a couple characters that we kind of lost later in the series they kind of just faded out I think budgetary reasons they probably just said we don't need them um, but Josh I think the the guy a couple of the characters that are actors on the actual thirty the you know uh, I can't even think. What's the real? What's the real name? Saturday Night Live. The Girly Show. The Girly Show. Oh, TGS. Yeah. TGS with Tracy Jordan. <laughs> TGS. Yeah. Uh, but in, in any case, not not to rehash it. Um, it's been ten years now since the, you know twelve years since the show Jesus. premiered. Two thousand six. So I think it's on Hulu. Uh, I think I I think it holds up, and I think the pilot will set you uh, set you up for good expectations. Great introduction yep. to all the characters. It's it, basically it's the a, backstory of Saturday Night Live. Like, Pretty, that's how it started off, yeah. and then I they mean, just yeah. kind of went with it, and it has been very entertaining. So, though I, I will, I do always. Whenever I talk Thirty Rock, I have to. Same year, two thousand six, uh, Aaron Sorkin did a similar show called Studio Sixty on the Sunset Strip oh, with uh, really, Matthew yeah. Perry. It was both Definitely, NBC. Yeah. yeah, both, and I'm glad. I'm glad one of them made the cut. Thirty Rock probably had more longevity to it uh, in terms of the amount of episodes they could produce. So I'm glad they did it. I would have loved to have seen a bit more from uh, uh, Studio Sixty on the Sunset Strip, but. Watch both if you get a chance. They they're both great shows. Um, the last thing, and I assume this is the show you were talking about, Sean, in terms of before good news. Uh, but this is the good place. The good place or yeah, great I'm news. Sorry. Uh, the good place. Um, I just finally the the kind of sex and season they've been doing like thirteen episode seasons. I think I just finally caught up on it. Um, didn't want to talk too you know too long about it, but that show is just fantastic. So definitely watch the good place if you get a chance. There's I, I can't think of a reason not to watch it. I think it's on like the NBC streaming app has it. The first season's on Netflix. Um, by far the funniest show I'm watching that's currently airing. 
Um, so can't can't give that show enough um, enough kind of praise or recognition. Uh, so yeah, in terms of what I'm drinking, which um, which have been helping me exist, uh, would be Raw and Sons Buffalo Butt. Uh, just a nice little amber great, beer. Great it's name. another. It is. It's yeah. actually it's a great beer. It's a great actually. beer too. Uh, it's nice and little the sad amber. Part is, and, yeah. Can you not get it I've down won- there? Oh no, Matt! I used to get it up in Dallas, and the only reason I would order it at um, Katy Trail, at Katy Trail, yeah. was because it was called Buffalo Butt. It was an amber, and I'd be like, I would like the Buffalo Butt just to see the reaction of the uh, the bartenders when you would yeah. order it, because they'd be like, the oh, okay, yeah, we got that. Yeah, no, so, it, well, it's fun it's, name and fun beer. It is, and well, it's been a few years now since you you've been up here, so everybody's used to it. Everybody expects you to get a Buffalo Butt because it's just delicious. So we all, yeah. uh, so Peter was in town, so we. We met up, went to Katie Trail, and we were all ordering buffalo butts uh, until the cows came home, and nobody was nobody gave even a smirk because it's such a standard beer in the yeah. DFW area now, and rightfully so. So maybe one day it'll make it a little wider, wider reach. But in any case, amber beers are always good. That's the one Indeed. I like in this area. Uh, but Dave, what are you what are you watching? What are you drinking? So, uh, like like we were talking earlier, uh, like I had finished up the uh, everything sucks. So. I don't need to go into more on that, but I still say check it out if you like the '90s nostalgia. I mean, it's it's fun. So if for for that at least, um, and obviously I've been still continuing along. I've been chugging along with uh, Deep Space Nine, and I was kind of on a bit of a Star Trek kick. I think this week because uh, my girlfriend randomly picked Star Trek the 2008 re- was it 2008 remake the um, the J.J. Abrams. Yeah, the new J.J. Abrams one. Apparently she had never seen it, or she has seen it and completely forgot about it. So she watched that, and I have never seen her so focused on a movie in a long time. So, very interesting. Uh, always a great one to go back to. I mean, it's still phenomenal. Did you, now, you, you know, appreciate even... it still? Oh, yeah. Like, great. I actually appreciate that one more than the, 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 two, fault, the two sequels. Um, they're just, they're, they're okay. I mean, but the two, the, the original one... The J.J. Abrams original was, it was good for what it was. I mean, yeah, am I still pissed off they blew up Vulcan? Of course, but Spoiler what can you do? Alert. If you haven't seen it, get the, just get the hell out of here. Like, shit, that, so what I thought was funny is that this actually made Star Trek, like, mainstream, and people actually liked it. And it was surprising. Like, you would hear people like, oh, I love the Star Trek movie. And I'm like, you actually went and saw it? Like, this was not something a lot of people did. Like, you would rarely see, like, I think the last one that came out before that was, oh, God, um, it was the 10th one. I don't know, Data died, and I can't remember the hell what it was, but then Star Trek 2008 came out, and then all of a sudden, it was cool to see Star Trek, so it kind of blew my mind that it got to that point, so. It's always been cool. People just didn't want to, I agree. People just didn't want to admit it. I agree. It, surprisingly, you actually started getting a lot more people to admit that they actually used to watch it when they were kids. And I always, I was always a big proponent for it. I always loved it. Uh, but I guess, yeah, in terms of what I'm watching, that's really it. So what I'm drinking, though, my parents came up to, came over to Houston a couple uh, last weekend actually, and uh, they bought a ton of wine. I took them over to Total Wine. If y'all have one of these places, go check it out. It is. My parents were in hog heaven. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. They spent an hour and a half just walking around checking the prices on wine, and they have now determined that. I, when I come into town, they want me to buy a bunch of uh, wine for them to stock up so that I can just, you know, drive it over to them and give it to them. So that'll it's be that, fun. Oh, my that next... big of a price difference. Dude, it was like three to four bucks a bottle. Wow. 
So they were they were thoroughly impressed. So they're probably going to put some orders in. I'm going to have to drive it, drive it all over for them. But so when they went, they ended up buying a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, and they also found out that HEB uh, allows you buy you buy the six pack of wine. They give you ten percent off. So you buy a six you buy you buy a wine sixer and you get ten percent off the thing. And they were just like, "What the shit?" Like, Wait, they now, are these blew their full, freaking minds. Are these full bottles of wine? Yeah, it is a full bottle of wine. What do they give you? How, how do you know it's you like it's a like a it's like a it's like a six pack uh, holder, but that fits wine bottles, like full wine bottles. That's that's beautiful but dangerous. I didn't know that. I was agree. A thing. So so they ended up having all this stuff. So they ended up leaving half of it here. So I'm drinking a bottle of one of their bottles that they got, and it's a Chateau Saint Saint Michel. It's a little cab. Um, you know, for a for I've a, had it before. It's not bad. Nightly, you like it? It's not bad. It's cheap, but it's you know it it does the job. So it's not it's not a terrible. I think it's like. I think it's eight between eight and twelve bucks, depending on where you go. So, um, it's fairly cheap, you know, regular drinking wine if you're just trying to enjoy it. Nothing, nothing fancy. My fa- right. my family does not drink fancy wine. Well, we I mean, here I am thinking it. you're a fancy boy because I mean, Chateau Saint Michel is not like the cheapest bottom of the like barrel. It's, it's pretty. It's, it's like it's middle. Not, it's like it's, middle shelf. It, it would be middle shelf. It's not four bucks a bottle. I mean, How about that. You're not getting like the. You're not getting like the uh, yellowtail wine. You're, you're gonna get you're gonna get a slight hangover because there is some sulfates and if you drink enough of it, but you know it ain't like a seventy five dollar bottle of wine that you can drink like three of those and you're gonna feel great the next morning. So, just just pointing that out. It's it's good drinking wine that we like to do. So you, it's table. You and Sean huh? just drinking wine casually make me want to almost get. Some, I I think I might have some wine, but I, I hardly ever buy it unless there's like an occasion and I'm gonna be drinking it like that week for a purpose. So Matt, I literally you know the real reason when I. When I why I've been drinking sure. more wine? It's because there's a, a liquor street or a liquor store right down the street from where I live, and they don't sell beer there. They only sell like wine and liquor. And sometimes I don't want to turn it off with whiskey. I just want to go something else. So I get I've been buying a lot more wine. So that that look, that I, though I've never heard of something like that. That yeah, is the Pennsylvania has the heard. most fucked up liquor laws. It's oh, I forgot. I forgot you're in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you guys are. But fucked wait. Up. <laughs> but wait, wait, wait. So what can you buy at a grocery store? I think is a good question. Uh, you can buy beer, but not cold beer, just hot beer. So That's no just, wine either? They don't sell wine or liquor. They only serve... Uh, they just Apparently that just happened Like since I've moved here, like maybe six months ago. Wait, they uh, just were able they, to they start never, selling beer? In, in the grocery stores. They never used to sell They just anything. started... Yeah. So where would you buy beer? Uh, you have to go to a six-pack shop, which it, there's a there's stores that just it's f- like. By the way, when you do go buy beer, it's pretty awesome the process because it's just like you go to these like wholesale distributors essentially, and you can buy like cases of like good beer. Uh, they they have like shelves that have six packs, but it's like you can buy cases of beer, kegs. Uh, like that's how that's how you buy beer as a consumer. And I haven't had a keg in so long. I neither buy. I. I mean, we could buy kegs at grocery stores here. I can buy kegs here too. Yeah, in in a grocery store, that's pretty fucking awesome. I mean, I, not, I'm not saying I, we grew up in Louisiana, I mean, David. There's not like it's anything that we I haven't I, seen. I, I know. That, uh, I mean, the fact that. But like, so, it's just it is what it is. Like it's it's a fucked up process. Like in Ohio, like, you could buy it all, it, you could buy it, wine and you could buy beer in the grocery store, and then you'd have to go to a liquor store to actually get the like booze. But still. It's I I think it should all go to Louisiana style. Is just look sell whatever the hell you want to sell. Yeah, that that's California too. If you're 21, you can yeah, buy. It. But I mean, it's hard to regulate it though. Which is what? I mean, how, how is it? That's hard why to you have regulators. Man, I'm how is it hard to regulate? Walmart regulates their stuff, man. If I want to go to Walmart, I if I want to go to David's the grocery store, yeah, yeah, he doesn't like. <laughs> yeah, I didn't catch it. Um, yeah. 
No, yeah, it's not that hard to regulate. It's I don't know what the asinine logic oh, is. Oh, they have ridiculous no like sense. taxes on liquor here. It's crazy. Oh no, they, the but you can tax everywhere. It's not in any case waste no. of time. Anyway, yeah, we're, yep. we're not it. worth so, it. Yeah, I drink not wine basically because it. I can walk to get it. That's 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 That'll the moral of the story. Fair enough. Alrighty. Well, that's really all I got for watching and drinking this week. So, uh, how about a little movie news, real quick, before we uh, end this little potent, this weekly potables? I would gladly like to give you some movie news this week. Um, so today, here, February twenty sixth, is when we're recording. It is the thirtieth anniversary of the release of Bloodsport, which is the movie that blessed us <laughs> with the magnanimous Jean Claude Van Damme, also known as the Muscles from Brussels. And he's brought us some some legendary movies such as Time Cop, Sudden Ooh, Death, yeah. uh, yep. and Bloodsport, and Last Action Hero, no, Universal Soldier. He's been an Expendables. I was going to say Last Action Hero. Yeah. No, uh, no Last, I he was, it was, uh, it, he was, it was, was uh, he Universal Soldier. Two? Yeah. Like, there's like five of them now, I think. <laughs> I was just reading an article. I was reading an article about how oh ridiculous the most recent one was. It was like a they filmed it on like an iPhone, basically. Uh, they said it was so it was just it's terrible, but like you need to watch it because it's just so interesting. But so, he, I don't know if it was like four or something like that. He he's been in a lot of movies, and those are just something to give you a taste. But Bloodsport by far uh, one of the best ones. The uh, the there's also uh, your boy from Rookie of the Year, Hato. He's also in that movie, uh, or is nice. that Booger from? Uh, Revenge of the Nerds. I forgot which character. They're like they're very similar characters. But anyway, uh, that's the his friend from America that's in the movie. If you remember, um, I'd have to I'd have to look. I'd have to go rewatch it. I haven't seen it in homework. God knows this week. How Dave, many years? Go back and see yeah. Bloodsport. I may have to. Um, it's been it's been quite a while. I, I will honestly say it. I mean, it definitely wasn't thirty years ago. I mean, technically, I could have seen it, but <laughs> technically, we could have. Um, technically. But no, I mean that's uh, obviously that's a great movie. Go check it out if you haven't seen it. But uh, some some more sad news. Uh, but you know, good outcome is that Kevin Smith, who directed Mallrats, uh, Clerks, um, Dogma, J- the he's Silent Bob in all these movies. Uh, yeah, um, he suffered a massive heart attack while filming a stand-up special last night in Hollywood. So he was doing two shows. And he did the first show and said he wasn't feeling well and then decided to go to the hospital and he suffered a Widowmaker, which is fucking phenomenal because that's like a 90% death Hot. rate whenever or something they, ridiculously they, high. They said he was like 100% blockage. Yeah. And he and was... That, that, that valve yeah. or whatever it is. So, glad, glad, you know, luckily for his life that they caught it before, like, basically he's still alive. So, um, still looking forward to Clerks 3 coming out, so... Hopefully this doesn't deter him too much, and he's able to get back at it. But that shit's serious, and I—I I mean, we just yeah. hopefully it's he can recover. And um, I mean, he—he was—he was posting his pick. Yeah, like so. <laughs> yeah, he's. I think he's doing quite well, considering what happened. He's doing very well. Yeah, and and considering he's been like tweeting out stuff like that, and so I don't think it was open heart or anything he had to go into. It was probably they—they they did. I don't know what they did. I didn't read into it. We might have to ask John about this. See what what he might yeah, know. Yeah, bring, bring on a cardiologist. Bring on a bring it up. Bring it a cardiologist, <laughs> a resident cardiologist on this one. But, on this episode, you know, it's good. But yeah, it's it's good to hear that. Not, you know, it was it was serious, but it, it turned out okay for him so far. Yeah. So so hopefully you know, he can recover and, and make it uh, back, get back, back to into get the back saddle, to those movies. The director's yep. chair. Um, another another news here. Uh, Weinstein Company has filed bankruptcy, 
which can't say I'm shocked by this considering all the backlash that his films have gotten and how all these actors are trying to give money back and um, yeah, I don't see him ever anybody ever working with him ever again. So well, and, and it's not just that the overall company, his brother Bob, was going to be a part of you know try to take it over, and there are some minor allegations against. I don't want to say minor, but there's some less reported allegations against him not being yeah. so great either. So kind of well, just said his management style was pretty. Uh, yeah, pretty yeah. pretty so, up. They, whether whether straight up misconduct or just being a douchebag, exactly. So, yeah, they were going to try to rebrand and all sorts of stuff, but probably the simplest thing to do is just. Cut, cut, you know, <laughs> cut ties what, what, exactly. Yeah. Just, just cut. Well, they're just gonna. I mean, at this point, just sell your assets and call it a day. Yeah, give sell to another. Just everybody, studio. everybody, get out of there and all the workers. I mean, all the staff will probably go work for other production companies because they'll they'll know it. And but who knows? We'll see. Um. So yeah, but uh, another news: a guy who recently is, and I couldn't believe this, but Mark Hamill has not had a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. After agree with that, that was crazy as, when I saw that. I mean, you think about the, the the Star Wars, the original three movies are some of the biggest movies in Hollywood history in terms of revenue generated from ticket sales and in terms of box office success. And he uh, he, I mean, the first three were the toys. The they definitely made a lot of their profits off the toys. But on, still, on the, first three. the character of Luke Skywalker is Mark Hamill, Agreed. and he should have a, a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I mean, I mean, you guys say that, but. Like uh, Al Bundy just got one like two years ago, so um, yeah. But you know, that, these things just is, take time. These like, things just take time. Are but you trying to say? Are you trying wait, to say that he's more that his, iconic than Luke Skywalker? No, 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 no. Are you saying that because That's his starring role in Little Giants did not get him a, a, a Ed O'Neill deserves around. one because of Little Giants? Exactly. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. No. So I mean, we all know how those work, right? For the, for those that don't, it's not like you're famous enough you get a star. It's basically like a thirty thousand dollar fee. And you get one. So, so Mark Hamill was just like, "Screw this shit! I'm not paying so for that." You don't even. So it's that, and it's also maybe your producer, or your manager, or somebody will buy it for you if you don't want to buy it for yourself. It's usually almost more of a marketing thing. Huh. It's odd timing for Mark Hamill since he just got done with uh, another Star Wars, the, the Last Jedi. So I'm sure that was just more of a okay. We don't need to do additional marketing for the Last Jedi, so we'll get you one. We'll just. Do it at some I mean, point, and so it's good. You definitely should have one. I agree, yeah. but I it's mean, not like it's a measure of fame. And it's not like he's not been acting since Star Wars. I mean, he does a ton of voice. Exactly, but, I mean, but I mean, the Joker. He doesn't get a lot of Batman. I mean, that's his. That's his. Bread you guys and always. You guys always omit Cockknocker. Speaking of Kevin Smith, <laughs> I was going to say yeah. Cockknocker was a phenomenal character. Yeah. Nice tie. Don't in. Fuck, I appreciate that. Don't fuck with a Jedi, son. Um, but yeah, I mean, but obviously it's a great cameo in uh, Jay and Time Bob Strike Back. But he, so in the news this week, outside of the, the star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, he is also getting a cameo in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which I'm still waiting for the Soul Stone. So <laughs> I'm not sure. I think that might be. I think that might be the title of it. Still waiting on the souls. I mean, fuck. That's the only. The if you go by the comic books, it's supposed to show up in with one of the characters that's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. So um, not sure how they're going to figure that out still. But hey, uh, I guess we'll see come uh, come May with uh, Infinity War. So, um, but. Moving on, though, uh, a little tie-in to what we were going to discuss in our in for this week with Annihilation, but uh, the beach is getting a new adaptation after 17 years since the original Danny Boy film. 
that is also written by our guy uh, Andrew Garland, right, Matt? Did I fuck it up again? This uh, time? It's uh, Al- Alex Garland. Alex Garland. He, Shit. <laughs> and he wrote that. He wrote the novel for the beach, which I actually didn't know it was yeah. a book, but I'm pretty sure that's how he got hooked on with Danny Boyle. And we'll probably talk a little bit more with Alex Garland's uh, filmography, but uh, yeah, but, but yeah. So so he's getting interesting that. to see how the next another adaptation will come. I'm curious was, though as to when you know if the same people do the same movie over. Is it just? I mean. It's kind of a cash grab, I guess, but I don't know. It's uh, it sounds like it from that, you know, just from that brief news piece. So, but we'll see. What, what well, I'm intrigued about is the conversations that go into like, how do we come up with these remakes? Like, how do you sell that kind of stuff? Like, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, we for folks our age, we all whether our opinions of the beach were favorable or not, we all know the beach existed, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, and, 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 and Leo's good, at Leo, I've yeah. seen it multiple times, and, it was and everybody loves with, Leo. Uh, everybody loves Danny Boyle. Right. So I don't know if they're both. I, I can't imagine either of them are going to be a part of it. And Alex Garland's probably only part of it to the extent that he wrote the book. But I'm sure that there's enough cachet to say, well, let's do this right. Let's not fuck up a Thailand island, uh, uh, an island in, in Taiwan or Thailand. It's still I can't a fun. Uh, um, that matter, Thailand, but... yeah. It was Thailand. OK, yeah. So I'm sure that was. You know, why not? I'll probably check it out. And, and if anything else, it's probably going to make me watch the beach again. <laughs> I haven't seen it in. At least fourteen years, maybe fifteen years. So yeah. I'll see how if it's as weird as I remember. I think I watched it a few years back, and uh, it was still weird. Um, I think I actually understood it a lot more because I think I saw it when I was younger. So it was more of a like, what the heck is going on? You kind of just got a lot of pieces and parts here. And I remember kind of thinking like, I didn't really understand it. And then I think I watched it when I was older, and I, I kind of understood it a little bit more. And I'm like, so basically, they were just a bunch of hippies that are getting high on the beach. And they don't know how to do things. All right, fair enough. And then they, you know, I thought it was entertaining. It, it still is. It was actually kind of entertaining going back and watch it. So right. check it out. I didn't realize there was a freaking murder in the beginning. Spoilers, man. I, I know, I mean, man. Shit. I, it, well, the movie's shit. about to come out next year, Dave. God, you're already giving spoilers alert. Oh, damn spoilers it. Out. I didn't realize that. <laughs> oh, poopy. Well, don't go watch it then. Uh, yeah, so the, obviously the beach, if you haven't seen it, check it out. But uh, we look forward to seeing what happens with that um, coming soon. Uh, in terms of the box office this week, Could, though, Can I add one more thing before? Go before for this? it. What do you got? So I didn't, I didn't know about this, but apparently Al Pacino, which you know, I don't think I've seen him in something. Not to be confused with Al Pacino. <laughs> he loves the pussy. Um, <laughs> but he's, he's going to be playing Joe Paterno in a, in a film that's going to be on depicting. HBO, right? I think it's an HBO. Oh, is it a show or is it's it a, No, okay. it's an HBO. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's a series or doc, like movie that's coming out, but yeah, yeah, I saw it's on HBO. Yeah, so that, that'll, be, that'll be interesting. And it's, it's kind of nice. I don't remember the last thing I've seen Al Pacino in, but it'll be nice to see him in more of a, something showing his acting chops versus just something showing I'm Al Pacino and I can just be in whatever movie. So that'll be interesting to see. Touche. But I do want to see Al, Al, uh, Al Pacino in that one. Yeah. <laughs> a nice a nice little cameo would be fun. Yeah, exactly. And interesting to see what he does with Joe Pa, given uh, it's pr- pretty recent in our lives. So. Um, yeah, well. But anyway, discussing the box office this week, we talked a little bit with Black Panther and we had our episode with Floyd, who is in the movie, Floyd John's stuntman. Um, and uh, stunt actor, I guess is a better way to put it, because he is an actor that also does stunts for some of the characters while in the movie. But, is that uh, what that means? It's, it's what stunt actor is versus stuntman. <laughs> I mean, it's, there's a difference, so... Uh, no, I, I, fig- I figured stunt actor was just better to give credit to the fact that there's stunt women also. Oh, yeah, stunt actors, that's, that's a good point. 
Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, I'm trying to eliminate the word man from my vocabulary because it's degrading. So Apparently, Purdue did. Yeah, I, I, saw, I, I saw, saw that. That's recently. where I was referenced to that article. If you haven't seen it, it's, there's a... There's a scene with or not a scene but a uh segment with tucker carlson on his show and he's yeah. he's he's trying hard not to not to laugh it's it's a tough one but kudos to him you can for thank barstool it. you can say bar you can take, thank barstool for uh for bringing that out so yeah, right good for them um no but this week at the box office black panther continues to crush it they're nearing the billion dollar mark after just two weeks in theaters with uh, another 100 111 million dollars just in domestically Fucking crazy that is awesome uh, a man coming coming in a close second with only seventeen million dollars is Game Night, which Matt and I contributed to, um, and Peter Rabbit with a third place haul of twelve million dollars, which uh, they had a little bit of a minor backlash this week. If uh, if you hadn't seen it or heard about it, it's absolutely absurd. Uh, when you could c- you please explain it to me because I'm a well, little and I, I, think, I did not hear about this. I when think it was actually can, before the release too, so I'm not sure. Was it, it was okay? Or, it wasn't just this it was week. Before, I didn't realize. I didn't realize this was their third weekend, so it came out shortly before the the release. Yeah. So, parents are complaining that there's a food allergy joke in the film, and it's degrading towards kids with food allergies. Fuck off. That's all I got to say. I, That's bullshit. I, like I, I don't even know what to say to that. Thick, I, I, I mean, really don't. If we can't laugh at each other, then what can we laugh at? I mean, yeah. Obviously nothing because everything's being you know every, everybody's offended about everything. Yeah, so yeah. I, I I never understood that. I mean it's a it's a joke. It's yeah. literally a joke. Who I mean, damn. I I've gotten made fun of for being shorter than folks. I've got I've made fun of people that were tall on planes because they're less comfortable. I mean that's just life, right? That's <laughs> that's the whole point. Exactly. So. It's not everybody's gonna be nice to you. Just deal with it. Um, but anyway. Uh, and then coming in at a fourth place haul of one of eleven million dollars is Annihilation, which we will get into discussing shortly um, in our next episode here. But uh, I'm not so surprised me, that with real, with the real quick go ahead, question Dave. on that. Sorry, real quick question: Was Game Night and Peter Rabbit like wide released? I or mean, did they have limited showings? Peter Rabbit's been out for what three weeks, Matt? Maybe three weeks now. And yeah. I think, oh, that, okay. as far as I know, they've all all of these we're talking about are wide releases. Yeah, all of these so, are in the top four. I, but I, I can say this: I know Annihilation had like four showings at my theater. So that's why I was. Yeah, very I mean, I, I'm like not sure. Have... When we say wide release, there are different levels of wide releases. Um, yeah, greater than. I mean, it, it wasn't limited, so like it was greater than two thousand okay. screens. Exactly. I don't know what the actual metric. is. I don't know if it's like four thousand, like Black Panther a, has, but every. Th- as far I'd imagine Annihilation was pretty decent. I can't speak to the numbers. I guess we probably could easily, but I, I will say that uh, every theater near me, which was quite a few, and since I was hopping between Dallas and Fort Worth this weekend and everywhere between, oh, I kind of checked all the drive. theaters, and they not too much between the two. They all Arlington. had. They all <laughs> yeah, still, but they you know they every theater that we we looked at in terms of time, they all they all had plenty of showings. Obviously, Black Panther was still ruling the screens, but. There was no yeah. shortage of, of them up here, so fair enough. Enough to try to earn some earn some money. Yeah, I think Annihilation was exactly two thousand. So not so not just, half as many. Just hit as, that mark, yeah. Half as many as uh, Black Panther, but not not a you know not a, not uh, a low number. Fair enough. I mean, it sounds like it did fairly well considering. I mean, I, and again, I'm only going off of what my my theater was showing because you still had Black Panther and I think Game Night still probably had about ten showings per day. At least, and I know Annihilation had four, so it was kind of it was kind of a little difficult to to go view it because it was 
fairly limited in its options. But uh, yeah. That's why I'm, I'm like, so maybe 11 million is not terrible considering what it had to go through. I think for the, I mean, the budget was 40 million, so I think it'll do okay. I don't, I, it's not, not a. We'll probably talk more about it when we get to the full full annihilation review. It's it's definitely underperforming, but from what everything everybody's been discussing, it's kind of been expected. Um, so, yeah. So fair enough. But since you did bring up theater count, though, per screen it made more money than Game Night and Peter Rabbit. So. Take See, that. Yeah. So there you go. Will. It's a little, a little, uh, it's, it's skewed. That's what, sure, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so it's, you know, it, it seemed like it did a lot better than it actually is being portrayed. So, all right, cool. So, uh, any other news for the week? No, I think that's all we got. Uh, if anybody has any, uh, topics that they'd like us to discuss when it comes to movie news next week, feel free to give us, uh, some tips. Uh, if you'd like, uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at Picks Podcast. Or on uh, Instagram, Dave. What's our Insta handle these days? Same thing. Potent Pictures. All right. Very cool. At Potent Pictures. You can, you can email us at potentpicturespodcast.gmail.com. Um, but that's about all I got this week. Hit us up on Facebook. Uh, we are Potent Pictures Podcast on Facebook. And that's all of the avenues you could reach us. So um, we look forward to getting messages and we can uh, talk about it next week. So, All right. I think that'll do us for for uh, this week's uh, weekly potables. So yeah, so uh, so tune into the next episode for our little uh, review on uh, Annihilation. So we'll see you then. Thanks everybody. Bye.